Please always consult with your physicians prior to making any changes to your treatment plan. Welcome to Living with Scanxiety, the cancer podcast, a podcast geared to help you navigate the pediatric cancer world. As a mother of a child who battled a soft tissue sarcoma for over a year, your host, Rosaria Kozar, understands and will help guide you through your journey. She brings the knowledge of experts, families, survivors, and other organizations tied to the pediatric cancer world to your doorstep. Her mission is to inform, support, and promote hope for you and your family. We just, just, we just do things that are going to help the, the parents. We do things that are going to help support those siblings as well as that child on treatment. We want the child on treatment just to be normal. They just want to feel like a kid again, right? The siblings, they just want to be known. They want to feel special. Hi, this is Rosaria, and I am here with Chris Woodruff of Lighthouse, and he is going to be discussing today what Lighthouse has to offer. It's outside of Atlanta or in Atlanta, and uh, that's the United States, and he's going to be talking about that with us today. So welcome, Chris, to the show. Yeah, thank you, Rosaria. I'm so excited to be here. Really appreciate the invite and excited to share what we're doing here at Lighthouse Family Retreat and how we support and strengthen families. Great. And uh, do you want to get started with the story about how either you started to join or what Lighthouse can do for families? Yeah, let me give you, I'll give you the little pitch of just who we are and uh, and and kind of what we do, and then we can maybe go from there. Um, but Lighthouse, we, um, we strengthen families that are living through childhood cancer. We've been around for 21 years. And, uh, and there's a couple different ways that we strengthen families. We do retreats for families that are going through childhood cancer and we get them out of the hospital, try to get them away from the chaos that they're living in day to day while they're on treatment. And we get them to a different location. A lot of our locations are at the beach. So we go on week long beach retreats. We've got a couple weekend mountain retreats that we do. And then we also do some regional one day retreats in cities, uh, more for families that just have a hard time getting away for a week or a weekend. We try to bring Lighthouse to them uh, for a day. And so we've been doing that for 21 years. We're based in Atlanta, but we do uh, retreats for families that live all over the country. We've got a few even from Canada that make the journey. Um, to Lighthouse. Uh, most of our retreats are down in Florida on the Gulf Coast, um, on the beautiful beaches down there. We've got a couple up in North Carolina as well, and some down this year. We've got some down on the Georgia coast uh, as well, down in St. Simons. And so we do retreats, and then we also have resources. We do some digital resources for families that can help encourage them in their journey. Uh, we've got a blog that we put out pretty regularly. Um, like you, we also have a podcast for families and we've got a couple other just different um, digital things that folks can download off our website. That'll just help them in their journey and, and trying to just trying to encourage and strengthen families while they're in a really tough um, season. So that's a high level pitch of who we are at Lighthouse. There's way more detail probably involved in there that I can answer questions, but that's the big picture. Well, that's great because getting away from the, the heat or um, stress of the hospital is just so important. And the fact that you have these getaways, um, is just awesome. So how, if it's all getaways, how did you adjust for COVID? Yeah, um, great question. So um, the getaway part was really tough because our getaways are not just, hey, you, you know, go to a, go to a beach house and and it's just one family. We do a full-on retreat where we're we're going to have anywhere from, you know, ten to fourteen families per retreat. 
that we're serving. Uh, and then we also have a whole bunch of volunteers that come down and serve those families for the week. And so what we try to create uh, when you're on a, on a retreat of ours is we try to create this five-star experience where you don't have to worry about a thing. You don't have to worry about doing laundry. You don't have to worry about cooking meals. You don't have to worry about making your bed, cleaning your bathroom, carrying your luggage. We, we do all of that for you. And we do that because we have volunteers that come down and they want to serve uh, for a week. And so our retreats are 150 to 200 people. So when the pandemic hit, you know, all the restrictions were, you know, like, hey, no gatherings over, you know, 20 people or 10 people or whatever the number was. So that quickly eliminated our ability to do our, our retreats uh, in 2020, uh, which was the first year in 20 years we had not done retreats. Uh, so we had to get our team had to get really creative uh, on how we how can we strengthen families because families were still going through childhood cancer. Just because the pandemic hit didn't mean childhood cancer put a pause, right? Um, so we had to think through how do we continue to strengthen those families. And so our team just did a great job thinking through some different things. We created some resources. That's where our podcast was born out of is how do we reach out to families in, a re- in an easy way. Um, same thing with some of our digital resources we put out to be able to get to folks, the blog we created at the same time. And then we, um, we started doing um, a support fund that year, um, helping families that um, needed help on a mortgage payment or needed help with a car payment, or maybe something was broken in their house. And we've got a lot of great donors uh, at Lighthouse and they continued to give in 2020. And so uh, we had an opportunity to pass those funds along to families and help take care of them and, and do some different things there. And and then throughout the year, we were able to start creating some different things where we were able to take one or two families to the beach because it was, you know, smaller groups and able to still provide some things uh, for them. So we did different things like that. We put together care packages for families and sent them in the mail. And it just, yeah, that was a season of just having to be really creative because childhood cancer didn't go away. It just got overlooked even more because of the pandemic. Yeah, it, it did. And uh, the nonprofits were really creative, whether it was doing Zoom visits and whatnot. So it's great to to know that you have all these additional resources as a result of it. Um, and hopefully that your um, your retreats can increase over the next couple of years, because what you've said that you do on them is just is great. So if I was going to go on these retreats, I'm going with a whole bunch of other families what kind of activities or what kind of things do you do? Yeah, great question. Yeah, so 2021, we were able to start doing them again. Um, last year, we did do them with a few more restrictions than we probably normally would because we're still coming out of things. Um, but uh, but we were able to do them again. Uh, and retreats for us, what they look like is um, they are a program, but not too heavily programmed. So families that we're serving, if you're coming down and you've got a child that's living through um, through childhood cancer, <clears throat> what we're doing is you're coming in on a Monday night uh, down to the beach, and we've got our volunteers that got there a little bit earlier than you that have set up everything for you. They're taking care of making sure your condo's ready or your house is ready where you're staying, and they're going to help get you checked in and get your stuff up to the condo for you. You don't have to carry anything, and then uh, and then you're going to be paired with a family. What we call them is we call them family partners. And so they're going to partner with you all week and they're going to be your person. They're going to take care of everything you need. If you need, they're kind of like your concierge almost for the week. If you, oh, cool. 
want to make sure you got beach chairs on the beach. They're going to make sure you have them set up for you. Um, they're going to be the ones bringing you any meals or making sure at meals you're getting your food, take, checking you through the line, busting your table for you, taking care of all your stuff because we don't want you lifting a finger all week. And so you'll get to know them that first night. You get to meet them and, and get to know who they are. And then we'll have dinner together. And then starting Tuesday, that's our first full day. And each day is pretty similar. We start the mornings with breakfast together. We're under a really big tent, so everything's out in the open, uh, which is important um, coming out of the COVID years. We're not doing anything necessarily indoors in large groups. Everything's outside under a tent in the fresh Florida salty air. <clears throat> and so we're getting together, um, doing, doing breakfast, and then we break up in the morning into two different groups. Our parents go for two hours, and they go with a mentor couple. Uh, sometimes that couple is uh, a former family that's been on retreat and, and has had a child uh, with cancer. Sometimes it's just an older couple that's just super wise and they just are great listeners and, uh, and, and they're going to lead that time. But our parents are going to go away to a time called Common Ground and they get to sit in a circle and that mentor couple just asks questions and just leads some discussion around how are you doing uh, how's this you know, journey been for you? And we talk about each day a different topic. Uh, there's a one day we talk about rest and just how important rest is for, for a family in the middle of the season they're in. And we talk about um, joy and how important it is to find some things uh, that can bring joy in this tough season because it's not always easy. You got to be intentional uh, about joy. We talk about connecting and reconnecting and what does that look like to be relational? And then we talk about hope and what does it look like to have hope? Uh, because hope is something you've got. It, we believe hope is an anchor uh, for us. It's going to help get through uh, this season. And so we talk about that. And so that's the morning with our parents. And while our parents are in, in that time together where they get to connect with families just like them, we've got all the, all the volunteers have the kids and we call that time flip-flop and they're broken into different groups or paired with different families that have kids that are similar ages. So they get to find new friends and we're just hanging out at the pool or we're doing crafts under the tent or we're playing, you know, fun games like cornhole or this fun game called spike ball where you're hitting the ball up into squares. It's like four square in the air, but it's like nine squares. It's holy. It's, it's really fun. Um, just different games and, and things like that um, for two hours. We're just having a great time with the kids. And that time is really important because we're not just focused on the child on treatment. We're really paying attention to all the kids, especially the siblings, because oftentimes the siblings, um, to no fault of the parents, they just they get overlooked a little bit because of so much attention because you've got a child going through treatment. And it's a really big deal. So we make sure the siblings um, really get loved on and paid attention to as well during that time. And then everybody comes back together for lunch. And so that's the same every day, from Tuesday through Friday. We do that every day. And then everybody gets the afternoon to just go do what you want, go play at the beach, go to the pool, take a nap, read a book, whatever it is you want to find that you can do that's fun. Uh, and then we come back together for dinner later that night around six or six 30 or so, or something like that. And we do some fun evening activity. One night it's a beach picnic. Another night it's a, we send the parents out on a parent's night out where they get to go and have dinner with other adults and don't have to cut someone else's food. And we have a big birthday party for the kids and, and have a blast back at the tent. And, uh, we do that. We do, um, uh, 
game nights. We just every there were just all kinds of just different fun things um, in the evenings. Um, but that's what a week looks like. The nights are a little bit different, but the mornings and the afternoons are always pretty much the same. And uh, and we just get to create some really fun and great community so that families, when they come, um, they feel we want them to feel like when they leave, they've got people. Um, they've got people that are rooting for them, that are in their corner, that are fans and want to support them and love them and, and help them from that point forward. That sounds so therapeutic. I could just imagine when I was on my journey with my son uh, going through that. And I have friends that have siblings that went uh, through it as well, like you were talking about, and they felt so guilty having to somewhat, for lack of a better word, ignore their other child. And the the you drawing them together is just a beautiful thing. And the kids coming, I just love it. That's great that you guys do that. We just, just we just do things that are going to help the, the parents. We do things that are going to help support those siblings as well as that child. Yeah. We want the yeah. child on treatment just to be normal. They just want to feel like a kid again, right? The siblings, they just want to be known. They want to feel special. And those parents, they just need some dedicated time just to be adults. And so we try to create opportunities and environments throughout the week to provide that therapeutics, a great way to put it. It's, we want them to walk away from a week, at least feeling like their shoulders are a little less heavy because they're walking back into when their shoulders are going to feel heavy again. And so we just want to relieve the burden a little bit for a week. We can't remove it. We want to relieve it a little bit for the week. From my perspective, even the people that I met on our small trip through our, the organization that we went, we still keep in touch with some of them. So I'm sure that you have families that keep in touch too. Oh, absolutely. So much. So we, um, so my family and I, we first got into this by just serving. I wasn't on staff and, and we came with our kids to serve uh, and be a part of it. And, And we got to know a family our very first year that we're still connected to. It's been 13 years, I think, since we served them and we still, still keep up with them. We'll text every once in a while. We keep up with them on Facebook uh, and so we've stayed connected to them all this time. And we've served many more families since that we're still connected to. And most of our volunteers uh, feel the same and our families do the same where they're, they stay connected to the families that they were on retreat with. And that's not just the families that they're in, that are also in treatment, but they're staying connected to the volunteers that serve them for the week. And so they're staying connected and trying to support them because we really want it to continue to be this extended family community um, that, uh, that, that's, sticks around and supports them and encourages them and stays in touch. And we say on Saturdays, when we finish, we don't say goodbye. We say, see you later. Cause we plan on seeing you again, whether that's on another retreat or maybe we see you when we come visit you or you visit us or whatever, whatever that is. So you have like a whole organic experience essentially where you really keep in yeah, touch. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how it just forms on its own. Yeah. That's really, I, I love it. I love it. And I'm so happy that people are listening to this and learning about it because they can get in touch with you, but how can they get in touch with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. So probably the easiest way is our website, Mm -hmm. um, lighthouse family retreat. It's all one big long word dot org. And that has all of our info about retreats and when our retreats are, and there's still spaces available for families. So absolutely go and look, we've got openings for summer, for fall. Uh, we have a, um, 
we have 19 retreats. 18 of those are, are what we call our just regular week-long retreats. We have another one in September that's our 19th retreat. We call it our sunrise retreat. That's for families that have lost their child. Uh, so that was an area we've got a lot of feedback through the years of, man, I wish there was a retreat like this for us after we went through this and, and we lost our child. And so we created that retreat a couple of years ago. And it's just been one of uh, one of those kind of weeks where it's just been really special to see how the opportunity for families to be able to just get away from that and be reconnected as a family differently and connect to other families that have been in that season. Because that's that's a that's a hard season to be in and you don't always find others that have been there. So they found some community. So we do have that retreat as well uh, for families and that's on our website. Um, but that's the best place to go is to the website at lighthousefamilyretreat.org. You can check us out on social media too. If you go on Facebook, just you search Lighthouse Family Retreat or even Instagram as well. There's And we always post info about upcoming uh, retreats as well and such there. That's great. And I will have your links in my show notes. So uh, definitely check out that. And if you want to head over to the website, it seems like a fantastic opportunity. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, I think that was a great summary of just who we are and what we do and and uh, and how you can best get in touch with us. So I, I think that was a good a good snapshot. Fantastic. That brings me to the end of the show where we have a kind of like a twist on it to make sure we always end on a positive note. So I have some questions for you and you just answer them as quickly as possible. You can give a short reasoning why, but just try to flow with it. It's kind of fun. All right. So like, so this is like rapid fire. <laughs> sort of <laughs> Depend, depending on uh, the individual. So you could, you could take a break and uh, think about right. it for a second, but um, if you could, Read minds or tell the future. What would you choose? Uh, read minds and tell or, the future. Or, like, what would which I one? Yeah. Or read minds or tell the future. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a tricky one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you ask everybody the same questions? Um, I kind of vary them depending. Yeah, but okay. this right. one so I ask like, everybody. <laughs> you ask everybody this one. Wow. I think I would. Um, I think I'd tell the future. Tell the future. All right. Uh, which song right now uh, best describes your life? The Indiana Jones theme. There's really no words. It's just adventure. I love that. That's great. I've never, I, that's good. I like it. Um, if you could write a book, what would the title be? Um, I think the title would be, I think I'd call it, Do You Lighthouse? <laughs> And what that means is at Lighthouse, because of just how we serve families, we've kind of made it a mm-hmm. verb, like to Lighthouse a family, you go serve oh, them. Cool. And so the book would be about how to just jump in as a family and start serving people. That's great. And one sentence, um, can you describe your life's mission? No run-ons. You can add some commas. Semicolons are allowed. My personal life's mission is to encourage and challenge uh, people to be their best version of them. That's awesome. I like it. Well, that's it. And thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. I love those questions. That was fantastic. What a neat way to finish. (laughs) That's great. And Rosario, thank you so much for inviting me. This has been really great. And I hope it's a help to your listeners and, uh, and I hope they reach out. Uh, because we'd love we'd love to have them on retreat. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Living with Scanxiety. Please subscribe to hear more informative discussions like today's.